All right. Welcome to the first ever edition. You guys are getting a rough shot of what this will become. Uh, one day we will look back on what is Mental Combat, which is the name of this podcast. This is the inaugural episode. And people will say, wow, I remember when. And I am joined today. I'm John Chapman, and I'm joined by my good friend, Harach Demiurge. How are you doing today, brother? I'm doing good, man. Uh, how are you doing? Man, life is good. Yeah, weather is perfect here in Southern California. And it's funny because we started talking. This is a podcast that's going to be kind of scattershot at the beginning, but that's okay. Uh, we're here to have a good time, get into some arguments, debate some things. But really, all in all, just talk. Uh, Harach and I hang out all the time. Very, very good friends for several years now. And every time we hang out, the common theme is, why are we not recording this? This is really good, whether it's a stand-up comedy bit, whether it's history, or we're just saying stupid stuff that guys hang out with, and we're always coming back to that theme. I think Harach says it more than I do. Uh, why are we not recording this? So that's what we got. Um, Harach, man, we're recording it. How are your feelings about this this, this start and uh, where we're going to go with this? I feel good, man. I feel good. I'm a little, just a little bit nervous. I told you before we started this that I'm going to treat it as if I was on a date because uh, I'm going to like bring my A game. You know, I'm going to try to not, <laughs> you know, like some anecdotes, stories, try and like, you know, uh, yeah, have fun, have fun. Keep it light, you know, not divulge too much up front. Keep the crazy for later. You know what I mean? Well, and I'll, I'll, for those of you that are just listening to the audio, uh, you don't get the pleasure of seeing Harachi's outfit. No, I am feeling very impressed. Uh, <laughs> he, he brought out the big guns early, which I love. Um, so I appreciate that. And we'll have to see how this whining and dining will go. Now, we were talking before we hit record. He, Harach asked me how I'm doing. And I, I was struggling breathing because I got through with the workout not too long ago. And I was craving like salt because I sweat a lot. If you've ever met me, I'm a sweater. And what we do, like if you're like having cramps and stuff from working out, you drink pickle juice. So I did not have regular pickle juice, I had some spicy pickles. And so I drank spicy pickle juice and I was struggling um, right before we hit record. We had to wait a little bit. But uh, so let's see here. Have you ever been in the position, Harach? to where you have chugged or taken a shot or drank pickle juice whatsoever? Not on purpose. Not oh, that I know. I, I have not. No, I haven't done it. Not for not pickle juice. I like it. I was just saying I love that vinegar taste. I love pickles. That's probably my favorite, like salt and vinegar chips. Like I could eat a whole bag of those, but not deliberately chugged uh, a jar of pickle juice. Haven't done that. See, As when we yet. were kids, uh, I was raised, by the way, to be a predominant alcoholic, which I fulfilled almost to a T, which is great. <laughs> but when we were kids and my family would drink, we they would get us shot glasses and pour pickle juice for us. So we could partake in the, you know, the, the active ceremony that is shots uh, with grownups, which looking back hindsight, really, really bad parenting. Um, but yeah, we would do shots of pickle juice. And so, like, I have always been, like, a, the biggest pickle juice fan. And you know me when we go out. Uh, I like to take part in certain libations as well. Uh, so it, it is carried through. It is carried through quite well. I would uh, – I remember instead of pickle juice, for us it was, like, that Martinelli's uh, – that, that cider. You know, oh. that, like uh, – so I remember that. Like, they would give us, like, uh, like a shot glasses full of that. 
And so, you know what? I still like that. Like I, every time I go into like 7-Eleven, I have to get the that Martinelli's gold apple juice or the what do you, what do you call it? Um, it's, not, I, it's called gold or something. Or I was I was raised uh, in a trailer park. So like this sounds a little too like on oh, brand I, for Mar- me. Mar- <laughs> yeah, I, I remember the apple juice that we would get. Is it apple juice? Is that what you're talking it's, about? It's, it's apple cider. It's apple cider. Yeah, apple cider. The sparkling apple cider. That's the yeah, stuff. That, that was that not was delicious. in my childhood. All right. Delicious. All right. Do you remember we, we first bought our house? We're in California. We bought this house and I invited Haraj over and we walked down to the little corner store. We were hanging outside. It was the middle of the summer. Do you remember the altercation we had within the first like five minutes of this like corner ghetto liquor store, which was awesome. (laughs) And I had a smile on my face the entire freaking time. Um, Walk us through, uh, Hirach, your perspective on what happened that wonderful sunny day. Yeah, because that was honestly, I tell my students about it, about how how it is that two people or three people or different people could see the same thing and <laughs> understand something totally different. So me and John are, I pick out, what did I have? I had a pineapple a juice ale. or no, something. No, it, it wasn't pineapple juice. It was like ginger ale or something. And then you had a Gatorade. Gatorade's your thing. Um, see, salty, salty yeah, liquids. Always, more, always. more salty liquids. Yeah, not so much the salt for me. So I, I go for sweet. We're waiting in line. And then we, we hear someone yelling. Someone's someone's yelling at someone. It's a guy who's who's trying to like pay for these like mini, I guess, uh, like shots of like vodka or something. Yeah. So this is painting a good picture of the type of area where I purchased a home to bring my family, <laughs> uh, where they sell individually shot like it, it's a corner liquor store slash grocery, whatever. Um yeah. And so, yeah, it, this guy's trying to buy shots. I think I missed this part. So, yeah, he was trying. He was trying. He but so I saw it. Like he was trying to pay for it, and then he's yelling at the guy. Uh, he's yelling at the guy behind. By the way, like a bulletproof glass, uh, like barrier that separates them from. It's like a a bank, but for the corner store, you know. Uh, and you only get those in like the classiest neighborhoods, you know. That, it's really uh, really nice. Yeah, yeah, you gotta like those those lighters and those cigarettes in the back. That's like <laughs> it's like they're. Uh, like uh having said this i go there all the time and spend time talking with the family that owns it and I, they're oh, like my great. favorite people but yeah. it is very sketchy yeah anyway so those guys this dude's yelling at it. it was a black dude yelling at a korean you know store owner like it was like well there was the whole family yeah you had the you had the kid like the young kid maybe he was like 20 years old uh at the register the father next to him and then the mother who was on the other side of the glass which was an interesting setup so it was like they had two in and then one out and then so 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 the so the black dude is yelling at the Korean kid. Uh, do you remember exactly what he said? Oh, hang on, I, I remember what he said. Uh, the he, I forgot what the guy was saying. The the Korean guy goes, it, it, "It's not your hood anymore." You remember that? Yes, that was what I, set I, him I off. forgot about that. that but he was joking, like he was just being chill. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I know yeah. this guy. He's always joking with everybody. Yeah. Turned out probably shouldn't have joked with this guy. Um, yeah, yeah, he was the guy. I, this it wasn't his first uh, dozen <laughs> bottles of uh, yeah alcohol he had bought. He was yeah, he was tipsy a little bit. He was, he was not chucking pickle juice before he no, went. It, in there. it was not pickle juice. It was straight whatever was in those. It was like vodka or something. And then it set him off. I, I guess the guy must have said, "This is my hood" or whatever. The Korean guy goes, "Hey, it's not your hood anymore." Like you know, whatever. It was trying to make a joke. 
The guy blows up, blows up, starts yelling at him. He's like, I'll meet you in the parking lot. Oh, all sorts of expletives. I'll meet you in the parking lot, challenging him, calling him out. He's yelling, he's making a scene. He, uh, so it's me and then John. And then it was this, a lady who was in front of us, who was right behind that guy. Uh, and then it was another lady. Uh, this was like a Mexican lady who was trying to pay for her stuff and then leave. And then so the guy turns and the, the Korean guy didn't say anything to him, but he got super defensive because, you know, he was not in his right mind. And he goes, I'm not an N-word. He goes, <laughs> he turns to the Mexican lady. He goes, you're an N-word. And then he, he turns to, to me and he goes, you're an N-word. And he turns to John and goes, you're an N-word. I'm not an N-word. And he, he calls everyone the N-word. And then, um, and then, so he, but he can't pay for, he can't pay for the, you know, the alcohol. And then the lady who, the Mexican lady who was trying to like, just get out of the way, uh, pays for his stuff. And then the, finally, after a few more threats, the guy, the guy leaves. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, the, the Korean mother was, remember she was doing that little thing where she was like, I love you. Yeah. She was yeah. doing this like was... in front of him. Yeah. She got in between the glass and the guy. And oh, was just she got right to, in like, there. Make, Oh my God. Yeah. And she was, she was super sweet and just kept going. I love you. You know, what's crazy. I've been back there. That, that, this was several years ago. Uh, yeah. She has never said a word to me since. Uh, yeah, so well, she talked to him much more than I have me, but what correction, if you remember, yeah. he was calling everybody inwards and yeah. then he pointed at me and said, you're not. No, he said I was not. <laughs> no. no, that's how, that's how you perceived it. He turned around and said, everybody was an n-word uh except for him he's like ah, i'm i'm, I'm not an n-word you're an n-word you're an n-word and then so when we were discussing it afterwards i was like no uh, uh he called us all n-words he was like john was like no no he he didn't call me an n-word <laughs> and then i was like yeah he did and then and he was like he did and then you were like oh, really I feel so like included. <laughs> it was, it was the, the sad thing is I I've been around a lot of conflict since I was young. So I just had the biggest smile on my face the entire time. Uh, Raj, maybe not so much. He's a little bit more analytical probably than I am. and smarter than I am. Um, but yeah, like we walked out of there and I was just like, that was awesome. Like, <laughs> This was incredible. If I could have that experience every time I went to the corner store, I would go way more often. Um, I, I felt like energized and like I lived life um, a little bit. Um, I don't know. Do, do you feel the same way about that experience? In retrospect, I guess but it was weird. <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't feel that. You know, I was it was no threat because we were like like the third or fourth in line. So. If anything was going to happen, it was going to happen to someone else. But, but that, but that was the point. The point was, I heard the guy call everybody in the store, the Korean guy behind the glass, uh, the Mexican lady, me, and you all N words. You thought he called everybody else the N word and said you're not an N word, but he did. You were I, I felt, included. <laughs> I don't. I, I appreciate it, and I, and I love that I felt that way. But that's how I remember it. Uh, but yeah, it was awesome. It, it was, it was totally incredible. Totally um, and I, I'll say this, like the type of experiences we have had since we've moved out here have been incredible. Uh, like we don't live in a bad part of town, but it's just, uh, it's relatively mixed and we do live next to a bad, uh, corner store, but that's okay. That's all right. We, we have, uh, we have made do now my question to you that I wanted to talk to you about today, because this is important, at least to me, it is. 
what is the best way to quit and or move on from a job? Um, because this is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. What is the best way to quit and or move on from a job? How would you handle it? Have you gone through any of these experiences before? Because I'm a little bit, I'm close to this uh, decision. And man, the longer I put this off, the more and more I'm wanting to go full like Comedy Central, whatever. Um, so have you ever quit a job, Haraj? Yeah, I've quit jobs. Um They've always been amicable. I've never had that moment where, you know, I've stood up on a table and said, you know what, I've been miserable here, even though, let's say in some of the, my other jobs, maybe I have been where I wasn't thrilled with it, but it never had the, you know, never gone out in like a, you know, in a, what's a, in a, in a blaze, never got out in a blaze, never, I told, off, never, never told off a boss or anything like that. I've, I don't know. Like, like, like you said, I'm a little bit, I don't know. I got, like you said, smart. I'm not smart. I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm, but I am an I'm, I am analytical. But I'm analytical because I'm stupid. You know what I mean? I, I analyze things because I don't understand them. That's how that's how that works. If you're one smart, thing I can say is, it's very easy to tell when you're doing it. Like you literally do, like the dog, like head to the side. <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about? Like where they're like, Rrr? like I can tell whatever your gerbil's running at a slower pace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on on the on the will whereas me i usually just walk around with a big old goofy smile and just like all right then big gulps huh well <laughs> see you later like <laughs> but so here's my thing I, I don't have any negative relations really with this job but part of me says like it's definitely time to move on should i make it memorable well, you should make everything memorable, right? I'm with you, you there. Everything should be memorable, even even opportunities that are might be bittersweet or uh, you know uh, unpleasant. Even those, I think, even those, you should probably make them memorable. Memorable in a good way. Memorable in a good way. Uh, you know, um, uh, like you, you of, of all the people I've known, you have the, the best stories. Honestly, we've lived the same length of of, of time. We're, both, we're the same age. We're the uh, we're two months apart, maybe yeah, one. Yeah, this, I'm December. You're November. Uh, October, I'm September. We, I'm September. Okay. Oh, I'm way yeah. older than you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, a whole. Yeah, <laughs> a whole Dude. season. That's yeah, right. but we're the same age. You have so many more stories than I do. I have like, that's the thing. Like, if something small happens to me, it makes like a big impression. So um, I, I remember a lot because I don't do a lot externally. You know, I don't like go out. That's something else we could talk about. I don't like I'm not out and about and I'm not like talking to like a million people. Your shirt a day like says you are. otherwise, my good friend. <laughs> that thing is busy. Uh, appearances are very misleading. Appearances <laughs> are very misleading. Uh, but it's true. So, I mean, any any especially something in which you've you know, you've spent, you know, four years of your life. And I think definitely make it memorable um, in a in a in a way that everyone could look back and say, ah, you remember, remember when that guy left? That guy, it was a great guy. I mean, that's going to happen anyway. I'm sure you're wherever this, <laughs> wherever this uh, hypothetical job happens right. to be. Right, very hypothetical. <laughs> very hypothetical. Yeah, and uh, so it'll, it'll happen anyway. It, 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 but I think if you, um, yeah, of, of course, memorable. Memorable how? I don't know. I, it, that has to be like, that's your decision, man. I don't want it to be the whole like, um, what was that Dave Chabelle? Um, gosh, what was that? 
the movie with Dave Chappelle where they, everybody smoked weed, which I'm not a big weed smoker, but when the guy oh, half-baked, 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 thank you. Yeah, yeah, where he's yeah. like, you're cool. You're cool. F you. <laughs> I'm out. Like and then hits the dude in the face with like the frozen yeah. uh, hamburger patty. Yeah. But yeah, there, there's, I want memories. And like, you talk about like why, like stories, like, my wife gets mad at me because, again, I'm a big storyteller. And perhaps some of the times I tell it, she'll even like look at me. And she's like, I don't remember it happening that way. But in my head, like I'm not out to like deceive people like I'm not that um, complicated. Like I just remember this being extreme in that way. And sometimes it's not th- not that way. Um, and that's OK. I, I like I believe making the stories important. But uh, but we'll see. And we we have had stories, you and I, when we go out on our wonderful adventures. Um, wouldn't you agree? Besides just the corner store, but like sometimes, uh, I force you to go out a little bit more than you might want to. Would you agree? Is that how you feel? Is that how you feel? I feel, feel that like way with every person <laughs> I have ever met, uh, Haraj. Like you are special in many ways to me. But no, I feel that way with everybody i've ever met like i am a person that wants to go out like bartending was the greatest job of my entire life i did it through high school college grad school even after like i started my career i would still bartend on the weekend because it was cheaper than going out to a bar and drinking Uh, i could just drink while i work uh and talk to people and have those like connections and stuff like that was always important to me and so like Whenever I stopped doing that, then I had to yell into this microphone, which I've done now for uh, going on six years uh, for different podcasts and whatever else. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a person that just can't sit inside. Um, maybe I'm too needy. I think, is it needy? Is that what it is? Uh, step uh, on the couch. Yeah. yeah. Help, help me understand <laughs> why I, I need to go crazy all the time and talk all the time. Well, uh, I don't know, but uh, you are a pusher. You do push people, not not physically. I mean, like you, you, you don't. It's not like you drag people around. I get around that a lot. Have them to, you know, have them do things that they otherwise wouldn't do. You do, like pull things out of people. You're like a conversational the, like dentist. Yes. You're amazing at it. So I'll say this: like, I'm weird in the sense that. Whenever I meet somebody, that's my new best friend. And so, like, that's how I want it to always start. And I learn really damn quick, not as fast as the other person. Other people that meet me learn really quick. They either love me or they don't ever want to talk to me again. And I am 100% fine with that always. But I'm going to give them the opportunity to hate me or love me. Um, So whenever I meet somebody and I'm like, whoa, I really like this person. That's usually my thought with every single person I've ever met. I want to know what makes this person go. So if if I have a question or something in the back of my mind, I 100% am going to ask it. Um, like I'm not very couth. I, I don't think it's the right thing, but I approach it with this kind of a positive vulnerability. It's not like I'm just asking them to give things. I overshare. Oh, yeah. Um, that's and that's I, the thing. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, to a fault. Ahead. To a fault, yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It, it opens doors, I think. Uh, it opens doors to like all the opportunities you've ever had, all the relationships and friendships with people, you know, um, business and otherwise, you know what I mean? Like you have to do that. You know what it's like? It's um, I, I said this, I said this once before and it's, it's totally true. And it's brilliant. Uh, by the way, I'm saying this about something I said, but it's true. And this is true. This say is true lots about- of brilliant things. I'll be honest. <laughs> this is true about you. It's true about me. Uh, you know, like, uh, you know, iron sharpens iron. Like I, in like the four years that I've, you know, I've known you, like uh, I've known myself 
like in contrast to you, because like we're similar in a lot of ways, but we're we're different in others. Your friendliness that you're talking about, like you overshare and you open yourself up. When you're friendly with someone, that's exactly what you're doing. You're opening yourself up to them and you're being vulnerable. Um, so it so and so when someone doesn't meet you halfway or that or they you know they uh, like they spurn you. I don't know if that's the word where they don't sort of you know, go all the way. Yeah. You, you put, you lay your, you know, uh, your, all your cards on the table. And when they don't do it or when they take advantage of you, you get mean, you get mean. Uh, and so like, you're the friendliest, I, <laughs> you're the yeah, friendliest guy yeah, and you're the there. meanest and you're the mean, but you're, you're mean because you're friendly. You know what I mean? Because, because you are, you do make yourself vulnerable. So, so the, the idea I had was you're friendly, but impolite. I'm polite, but I am not friendly. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's for that, because it's that, it's for that reason. My politeness is not friendliness. Those two things are very different. I'm polite so that people don't bother me. <laughs> I, I, I observe like, you know, the, hello, how are you? Uh, you know, the, the basic, you know, uh, what you're supposed to do with people just so I don't let them in uh, to the extent that they can then possibly, you know, either hurt me you know, emotionally or physically or in any other way. You know, it's it's true. Politeness is a is a is a very is a very a strong wall people could put up around themselves, which you don't have, which which no. leads which leads to that, you know, that double edged sort of friendliness. Yes. yes, it's it's crazy, man. It's true. And it's true in love, too, man. If you want to love and war are the same thing, if you want to if you want to put yourself out there, you have to be ready to be hurt and you have to be ready to go to war. And then so a lot of a lot of people aren't willing to do that. And so they they, they you know, they're they're cut off from both. But so if you cut yourself off from, you know, the fight, you also cut yourself off from, you know, the, the love you get in return. And so. I, I think it's very well said. And that is brilliant. Um, and I think this is kind of the what you and I bring to this conversation is you go way deeper then I'm ever going to go. Um, and I'm just like, Hey, what's up? Y'all want to party? And then if they're like, <laughs> no, we're busy. And I'm just like, well, screw you and your uh, grandparents. I, I hope you have a great time. Peace out. I invited you. Shouldn't invited you. Um, do you have an ex? I'll invite them and we'll be best friends for the rest of our lives. Uh, you missed your opportunity and maybe not that drastic, but yeah. no, you're not, but, you're not spiteful, but you are, you, you do sour on people when they don't quick. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so like, weird, though. Yeah. But I'm nice to everybody. No, oh, super nice. Until yeah. you freaking you reject my vulnerabilities, then it's on. It's on. Yeah. I will find every flaw because <laughs> I think if I'm good at anything, like it would be like a professional like roaster, uh, like they do on Comedy Central, where they just like make fun of people and tear them down. Like, oh man. Um, I think a big reason why education worked for me early on being young uh, with high school kids is man. Uh, you charge those kids up and it's, it's weird, especially like, you know, where I first started teaching, uh, obviously I am white male. I taught in a predominantly African-American Hispanic school um, where it, it was not a very good area. Again, I'm seeing I'm sensing a theme here, um, but like it worked very, very well because I could handle myself with uh, confidence and never back down from challenges and things like that. And so a mutual respect was usually uh, created between me and my students, but yeah. it, I don't know. And 
I'll say this. When Harach walks into a room, like there is a very different feel than what I bring into a room. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Would you agree? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Is that right? What's the feel? Describe the feel. Um, (laughs) All right. Um, I don't think that you do. Like you you said that you're polite, but you're not friendly. No. Although, although there's, there's exceptions to that. I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit of everything. I think I, I think I'm both polite and impolite and also friendly and unfriendly. And I think well, you those, pick your people, yeah. you, you have a so. select people that so. you yeah, will gravitate yeah, yeah. towards and you're very in depth with those people. Whereas I'm going to say hi to everybody. Yeah. And so I, maybe I don't, I don't know if genuine's the right word, but you choose. And I think, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad. I don't think it's positive or negative. It's just different. Yeah. It's just I different. Think you're right. No, I think you're right. I'm much more selective. Yeah. Uh, who I who I open up to for sure. Um, My wife that, is exactly true. like that. Um, yeah. Speaking of back to dating, um, you know, <laughs> you, you you fit the non-physical appearance of my wife, but emotional appearance. You, you wear that perfectly. Is, is that is that what is that why we're friends? Is that, is that okay so uh, okay so we throw a party for my other show right yeah. we're doing the 49ers rush road trip and you yeah. come out and help out because you're a good friend yeah. uh, which was awesome and you and my wife are like registering people coming into the party and giving yeah. away stuff and all that when y'all finished with that y'all both yeah. were done whereas i was like now it's time to let loose and y'all both were just like peace out uh like that was not your thing right yeah, I guess so. I, I have to be comfortable. You know, I have, the environment has to be either either I have to be really comfortable or super uncomfortable. It's weird. I'm like a person of extremes. I, 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 so when I get really uncomfortable as like a defense mechanism, I'll start like, you know, cracking jokes and like say and like talking to people just to disarm them. Or if I'm like super comfortable, it'll be the same way. But if it's just a sort of a middle of the road type of thing, I, I, I won't respond. I just like, I can't emotionally. I can't like, so that's for me, I'm telling you, like my sense of my sense of humor is like, is, is totally a defense mechanism. You, so you'll see it when, when I'm comfortable or when I'm unbelievably uncomfortable, it'll come out. So it's, it's, the it's extremes. weird. It's I'm a, I'm a person of extremes. I'm telling you like you're, here's the thing is like, I'm up and down a lot all throughout i think my mood will change throughout the day sometimes you know um and then so i have high high and low lows generally and then but you you're more you're more you're you you're consistently you and i think you know i think that like people gravitate toward that uh because like people are confused by me i think a lot i think they're confused they don't know whether they're going to get one or the other and um mostly so but but like at that event I was, I was comfortable. I was fine. But, uh, it was, you know, it was, a it was, a it was a NFL party, right? I, yeah. the, the culture is super different. I'm a, I grew up playing basketball and basketball culture. I don't, I think it's probably even an oxymoron. There's no basketball culture. You go to a basketball game and then you leave. Yeah. You, you don't, you don't, you don't know the people there. There's no, at least that's how, that's how I did it when I growing up. 
super super different um, especially here in la i mean oh, especially here in la combine the you know basketball culture with la culture which already is you know yeah. is just kind of phony uh really super la lakers there's not a lot of lakes yeah. here yeah like think of laker games people <laughs> show people show up late they leave early and they're there to be seen it, it's that's 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 what i'm talking about in a nutshell that's where i grew up you know that's that's what i know but so to see a bunch of like 49ers fans, people who don't even know each other, some people like who've heard you, but they don't know you. And they come out just to like eat and drink and have a good time. And there's not, there wasn't even a game on. That's what blew my mind. <laughs> the game was the next day. I, I, so I asked you, I was like, is there a game? You're like, no, it's tomorrow. I was like, why, why are you meeting? <laughs> it, it boggled my mind, but, but it, the culture was totally different. Like if I go to a couple more of those, you know, I, I may open up a little bit more, but even then, you know what I mean? I need like, maybe it's because like, I don't understand it that well that I, that I can't like just throw myself in, uh, you know, head first. Maybe, maybe that's it. You know what you need to do? And this is going to bring us to a close for our first episode. Um, I think what you need to do is something that's going to loosen you up a little bit. And so maybe uh, next time, Harach, uh, try... Work. It doesn't no. work. Well, you haven't done it. I know what you're going to say. I, you, you, I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? Are you going to say have a little drink? A little drink of pickle juice. <laughs>